This is a Holding Hands podcast. And welcome again to the Always Child Focused podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Goddard, reporting for Judy. And in this episode, we are going to be discussing the sometimes anxiety-provoking first visit. With me to discuss this is Jack and Sam. Hello again to you both. Hi, Ben. Hi, Ben. So, Jackie, how can parents prepare themselves for a successful first visit? Okay, so it's a really, really good question. It's a really important question. Um, The first visit uh, is always going to be the hardest, um, and that's for the visiting parent and for the lives with parents or the residential parent and also for the child too. We can't forget the child in in this whole equation. So as a parent, um, I'm going to start with the spends time with parents, the visiting parent. There's a few really good tips to help prepare yourself for that very first visit. It's important to focus firstly on your own uh, mental health and how you're feeling in the lead up to that first visit. It's important to um, draw upon your supports, your family and your friends, any professional supports that you have. Um, from a practical point of view, things like make sure you know what time the visit starts, where you have to be, where your meeting point is. Um, if you're not familiar with the area, it's also a good idea to look it up on Google Maps even just to check it out. Yep. Um, making sure obviously that you're on time at the time that you're you're meant to be there for. And also just packing a bag pack a few snacks um, some activities that you think that your child might like to do during the visit and it could just be something as simple as some paper and some pencils or crayons um, or a craft activity or something that you think that they might like to do with you so just just being prepared for the lives with parents so the residential parent again similar things so preparing yourself drawing on the supports that you have around you um, including your child in, in packing a bag. So that's really important. Because this isn't actually an easy thing to do. This is not a natural no. thing to do. That's correct. Yeah. Um, and it's it's anxiety provoking for everybody. Um, yeah. And it's important to acknowledge that. Yeah. So, you know, things that we suggest for children, um, in particular things like uh, putting up a calendar um, somewhere that yeah. is visible for the child. Uh, marking there the days that the visits are going to happen so they know in advance they can count down the days towards that that first visit um, and future visits as well um the other thing is to the calendar sorry jackie just one thing that kind of comes to mind that i love sharing is printing one and actually putting it on the back of uh, the car seat so let's say that they sit behind the driver's seat printing it there so they're actually seeing it more often than just being at home and you can actually start to label all of the activities that kids do. So if they go to swimming, you can put a little swimming. I know that some people have done stickers before, which has been really lovely to hear. And it helps kids to actually start to build that sense of time, which they don't build until six or seven. Mm. So to even have a more visual place than just mm. at home can be quite helpful for kids. What a great idea, because I know that I kids at that home, idea. they just walk past the wall. You know, if you put it on the wall, they'll just walk yeah. past it, you know. Oh, it's there. It's always there. But if you, if it's on the back of their car seat, they sort of can't avoid it. Mm, yeah. yeah. That's a great idea. And, and I want to make the point too, and I'm sure Jackie and Sam will agree with me, that, you know, the anxiety that you're experiencing before your first visit, that's normal. 
it, you know, we, we yes. don't we wouldn't want any of our parents to think that, you know, that's not a normal reaction to this. That this is not a straightforward thing. Well it's not mm. a comfortable thing to think about that someone's going to be standing there watching you through all of it and that's part of what these podcasts is about is to help you as parents to understand how we will be in that space, um, and the expectations mm. of you. And we wanna really reassure you that we try to, as much as possible, make it comfortable. We step back and it mm. isn't just about us being in hearing and an eye of, uh, line of sight. So it's not us being in your face, it's your time with your child. So we really do, as much as possible, step back to give you that space. And I'd love one of you to cover, you know, the role of the contact worker inside of these inside of these visits what they can reasonably expect you know we're not because I, you know I, I think we've covered it in previous episodes but i think it's really important to cover again though we're mm-hmm. not we're not sitting on your back you know we're not mm-hmm. sitting on your shoulders jackie do you want to take that yeah so i think um it is really important to know that um the worker has a very important role to do so they do need to be able to hear and see everything that's happening but obviously the, these visits are in public places like a playground or a library so we're wanting them to uh, to really blend in and be as um, discreet as possible so the worker will make it as comfortable and as as natural for you as possible Um, you know most of the time the workers are taking notes in their mobile phone so they might tap away a little bit and then pop the phone back in their pocket or their bag so that it's it's away Um, but those notes are really important to document their observations and that's i know that that's in our next podcast that we talk about visit reports in detail yeah. um but yeah the the worker is there and as as i've said before that worker's role is also to step in if there's any safety issues that come up or if there's conversations that come up that might be inappropriate or right. if a child is becoming a bit unsettled or or struggling with something in the visit so that right. worker's role mm. is really important and when we talk about kids feeling really unsettled i think when we prepare for starting visits it's also really important to know that kids have different feelings to us so they might actually be really excited mm. where you as a parent might feel a bit anxious they might feel a bit frustrated um, because of what's happened that has meant that they haven't had much time to see one parent versus the other. And that might be really different to how you as a parent might be feeling. So making sure that you're giving space for your child to have that feeling in the lead up to and after visits mm. as well. And I think it's really important for parents to remember that even though the first visit is uh, can be the most challenging one, generally parents and children do get more settled into the visits as they progress. So it can, you know, it can be difficult at first, but it's really important to have some patience and and trust and confidence, I guess, in the service that we're there to support you and your child through this process as as you go through. And I want to add to Jackie's comment about the first one being quite uncomfortable. We do really encourage people to take it slow. Um, That first visit is that getting to know each other again or getting to know each other in a space that's different from the last time um, and having different people there. So really making sure that you're able to, as much as possible, connect into how is your child going in this space? And it might be that the first visit is a bit shorter than the other visits because that's what your child needs in that space. Um, It might be that it's uncomfortable for you because you've got a whole bunch of emotions going on and it's okay that you have that, but really knowing that, reassuring your child that they don't need to hold those emotions that you're having as their parent. Mm, that's really, really good advice, Sam. 
So Sam, we've started to touch on what happens during the visit. Do you have any other um, things you'd like to, that you think are important for parents to know going into so their very first visit? As we've already talked about, being really prepared, having some activities for your kids, going at their pace. But one thing that I really want to highlight that helps these visits is being aware of the time of the visit. And what I mean by that is being aware of when the visit's due to finish. So kids can often find it really hard to then mm. have that part in saying goodbye to you. So the more prepared that you can be for your kids, the better it is. So that might mean being consciously aware of when you've got 15 minutes left so that you can start to prepare them for finishing that visit so that there are enough time for you to have goodbyes with each other. Um, it's not stressful for the kids. They feel in control of that time as well. And then that transition is better for them so that they're not emotionally heightened, they're not feeling uncomfortable at the point of transitioning back to the other parent. Hmm. That's really good advice, Sam. That is really great advice. So Sam, we've talked about before the visit and during the visit, what do we actually need to know about after the visit? What's the important hmm. things that we need to know to support the child after the visit? Look, I'd say the biggest thing after the visit is just to know that your child and give your child permission to talk when they're ready so it's not about interrogating them it's allowing space for if they want to talk about their experience with the other parent supporting that conversation so hearing them listening to them um, but not coming in with 10 or 12 questions it's just basically mm. where are they coming from what are they presenting um, and then one thing that i also really want to highlight is that the first visit changes a lot of normal patterns for kids so they might have yes. had a really big emotion during that visit or a really big emotion during the transition between you two so that can mean that they're having to make sense of their feelings they're having to make sense of what this means so like us as adults when there's a change in our schedule it throws us off a little bit and so mm. being really conscious that kids might behave in certain ways after a visit they might um, act out a little bit more for a couple of hours after or a day after. That's mm. just for the most part them getting used to that disruption that happened and then making sense of the emotions that come with it. So giving them a lot more support and care for them in those moments and not seeing the behaviour mm. as um, a representation of them, but that might say that something's going on for them and how much I'd be able to better support them to transition. So one thing that mm. we can talk about in another podcast or we will talk about in another podcast is what's called a transition routine. So it's just a set of behaviours and a set of um, things that you might do before a visit and after a visit. Mm, I really like that. Yeah, that's really nice. And that, I think, brings us to the end of this podcast. We hope you found it helpful. Our next podcast will be about first visit reports and just visit reports in general so be sure to listen to that before your first visit as well because it, or just after your first visit because i think that it'll help you as much as this um, podcast will bye for now you've been listening to always child focus a podcast by holding hands Holding Hands would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land, sky and waterways where we are able to learn.